Yeah, we, so we saw the, the opening of that and almost got into a big fight with some of the cast members. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, the, these three people just stood right in our way and everyone else's way. It's like, you know, if you stood like 10 feet back, we can all see right now. All we're seeing are your backs. And like, um, sir, can you please go back under the ropes? I will if you'll move to the back with me because we can't see if you're standing there. Unfortunately, yes. we didn't get that on video. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jim Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's Main Street Electrical Podcast. Oh. Welcome back to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. That is Jen, and I am Dave, and we're here back another week to give you more magic and frivolity and fun mm-hmm. and pixie dust and all that fun stuff. And we have got a great show lined up for you here. We've already done the interview you're going to hear in a few minutes with uh, Skywalking mm-hmm. Through Neverland, Rich and Sarah from over so in California. Fun. So much fun. So much fun. We talk about Disneyland. We talk about Rich's new book, and we'll get to all that in just a minute. But, mm-hmm. Jen... How did you Disney this week? Well, I um I'm Disneying currently by wearing my Disney shirt. Of course, I see that. Of course. Mm-hmm. I am also uh I also Disneyed by introducing my niece and nephews to the Emperor's New Groove. Oh, fun. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. There's there's so much of that movie that I want to talk about because the backstory of that movie is so insane. People it's like so that movie good. and it's so much fun or whatever. But there's so much behind the scenes drama mm-hmm. to that film and how it got made and how it started out yep. as one thing and ended up something 180 degrees different than how it started. Mm-hmm. And now Sting, the artist, not the wrestler, got angry because of this, that, and the other, and just its power plays. It's and so much. We might have to do an episode on that on just that movie. We should. Itself. We should. I mean, we, we really should. We'll yeah, we to, should. We'll, we'll mark that down as one of one of the four thousand topics that we've yeah. got to got coming up at some point. <laughs> uh, so for me, I Disney. Of course, I got my Marvel shirt on this week as yep. well. Um, Jen, there is a number of Disney shirts out there that I want, and every time I know I, I'm now becoming the Disney Hawaiian shirt guy. I'm, I'm that mm-hmm. for so many people because now they send me links. Did you see this shirt? Did you see that shirt? Did you see this shirt? Our our good friend Agent Lindsay sent me uh sent me a link to a shirt that uh, that I'm like, yes, I want that shirt. What the heck? <laughs> and uh, she was like, I immediately thought of you, and I'm like, of course you did. You all did the Spaceship Earth shirt. There's a whole saga here that I ordered. I ordered apparently the wrong size got sent to me. It's extra small. Well, they sold out. So now I'm sending it back. But I send it back and get a refund or I can get store credit on the store that I bought it from plus 15%. And um, now they have a new Spaceship Shirt Earth, a Spaceship Earth shirt out. So I'm doing all that. So my whole Disney this week has been like shirts. Which one do I get? Do I get that one? I don't know. Do I need to spend another 60 bucks on a shirt? No, I don't. But what do I do? I don't know. <sighs> Crazy. This is the life we lead. I, you do it with Doonies. I do it with Disney shirts. You know, here we are. So because we have the interview coming up with uh, Skywalking Through Neverland, we're going to just hop on a real quick bit of news here, Jen. The Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party details were released. Uh, yes. Which we're very excited about. Um, the tickets go on sale to resort guests. So if you have a resort package for this fall, for, for Christmas, the Christmas season, they go on sale, well, when you're hearing this on release day mm-hmm. of this podcast, today. Uh, tickets start... 
at a whopping 149 and those are for a few dates in early November and they go all the way up to 199 which are your December Christmas week dates the 20th mm-hmm. and 22nd and they vary somewhere in there whatever the price is take $10 off and that's the kids prices that's the kids price uh, right. of course it's as usual as we predicted it's 7 to midnight uh, ticket holders can get into the Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. as early as 4 o'clock and you don't even have to use a park ticket you can just use right. your ticket itself which is really really cool um, so yeah it's a lot of things are going to be happening of course the food and the, the character costumes which always cracks me up that the characters have on costumes because the characters are costumed anyway it's like a whole layer of things <laughs> um the, the christmas parade the christmas fireworks mm-hmm. i'm excited about this I it's like, gonna be great i know i love it just a, yet another thing of we're back and and honestly okay so the movies are back uh, the box mm-hmm. office did really great this week with several new movies making over 20 million per per movie at the box office and that sounds like low for hollywood but that's the first time that's happened in a long time but it's a lot a for, lot yeah a for lot. right now the parks are full uh, Jen, I would say, honestly, by 2023, I feel like we will be completely back to normal. I mean, honestly, I think that's what all the projections yeah. really are, is that, you know, things are kind of like still in rebuilding in some mm-hmm. in some way, shape or form, just right. obviously with things going on. But, you know, everyone is sort of predicting 2023. So that's yeah. good. Yeah, I feel like we will get uh, news on some of the restaurants that haven't opened yet, like the yeah. 1900 Park Fair. I feel and I haven't heard anything. I'm just no, we haven't heard I'm anything. Just guessing that that's We're what's hoping. coming. Uh, because I miss my Mary Poppins and Tigger Poo, Alice yes. and Mad Hatter breakfast in mm-hmm. my strawberry soup. I miss my chilled strawberry soup. Bring yes. it back, Jen. Bring it back. Oh, I wish. Um, in other news that uh, may or may not be happy to some people, Bob Chapik renewed for three more years his contract. Uh, so, yeah, let's move past that. Just want to make that announcement real quick. <laughs> also, there is a final thing here. There's a rumor going around, uh, and mm-hmm. this is actually reported on several sites, and we want to say right here, right off the top, it is a rumor. No, nothing yes. is official. Totally rumor. Chances are there's a bit of this that might be true, but it'll come in different ways than what I'm going to tell you. But That's almost rumor. always how these are. You know, and Disney is going to say, you know what? But now you have to have a park reservation for any park you want to hop to. Now, as it stands, you have a park pass reservation for the parks you go to early in the morning. So for Epcot mm-hmm. or Hollywood or whatever. But if you want to jump parks at 2 o'clock, you can get into any other park. And it yep. doesn't matter. Just go to the park. Well, there's a rumor going around that Disney now make you declare may make you declare ahead of time which park you want to go to. But right. I'm also hearing that they may pull the park hopping time back if you do this. So my question mm-hmm. to you, Jen, is... Now, obviously, the answer is scrap it all. No reservations. No park hopping. <laughs> that would be lovely. If, if you have reservations, then, you know, don't do any park hopping time. Just, you know, maybe mm-hmm. spend two hours in th- the first park and then hop at like 10 or something. Would you be okay with having to declare ahead of time the park you're going to hop to if it meant that park hopping time was pulled back to like 12 or even 11 in the morning? I mean, I'd adapt to it. If that's what I have to do. I mean, because I'm right. thinking there are times when I book one in Epcot because, I mean, Epcot right. is huge and there's yep. a lot of yep. restaurants. So yep. we like to go eat in Epcot. That might be something that we would be okay planning. But sometimes we do just like to feel it out. I mean, mm-hmm. there are a lot of days where we're like, oh, let's head to Magic Kingdom tonight, you know, just mm-hmm. because it's open till whatever time we can stay late. Let's do this. So, I mean, I'd be okay with it. I, I hate the 2 p.m. park time. Park park hopping time. I hate it. It needs right. to be moved back. It yeah. needs to be like Definitely. new. I, I, agree. I agree. I agree. Um, just because sometimes I only have a few things I want to do, and then I'm ready to go to Epcot or mm-hmm. Epcot because that's my park. Right. So right, right. You know, I was like, let's let's get there. Um, again, I'd adapt. It's not my favorite idea because it's just 
because it's, it's more planning that I think is harder to do right. because you don't know what you're going to feel like that day. Right. That's why you get a park hopper. So you have some flexibility. Yeah, I agree. It's, it is one of those things where the park hopping now, it kind of, when we pray vacation in the past, we've always gotten park hoppers. And a mm-hmm. lot of times, you know, we'll have maybe a full day at Magic Kingdom. And the second day at Magic Kingdom, we only want to do breakfast. Like the only day we could yeah. get was Thursday for Cinderella's Castle for the breakfast. But after we're done with breakfast, we're going to shoot over to Epcot to get there right around opening time so we can do Epcot for the day. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that now. Now you have to wait till 2, yeah. even though we've done everything. Or let's just say you go to Epcot. You've mm-hmm. done the things you wanted to do for the entire day. You go to Garden Grill because it's the only day you can get Garden Grill was on Thursday morning. You're at breakfast, whatever. We're done with breakfast at 930. Mm-hmm. We're walking out. Now we're like, well, we really need to go to Magic Kingdom to do half the day there because we've done right. everything at Epcot we want to do, and now we just got to hang out until 2 o'clock. And so there is some of that adaptation. And really, I'm speaking to the people who go to the parks a lot. Yes. Um, honestly, I think I would be okay with it to declare a park that I was going to go to ahead of time if it meant right. popping earlier. If I mm-hmm. could say, you know what? I'm looking ahead on my schedule. We're going to we're gonna go to Animal Kingdom, and but we're going to have Animal Kingdom breakfast. Yeah. House, and then we're going to park cop to Hollywood. I'm okay with declaring that. You know, yeah, we would adapt. Yeah, yeah. It adapt. does take away some of the spontaneity, and uh, but uh, but yeah, and honestly, I I really I, I agree with you. I I wish they would pull back the park hopping time, or just scrap it all together, or just say, you know what, park hopping reservations. If you're gonna do park pass reservations, then obviously you have to have a time to park up because otherwise people would walk into a park and walk right back out. Uh, correct. So make it a two hour thing. Make it a three hour thing. Yeah. Or you know that kind of thing. Um. Make it, you know, you're there till 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock or three hours after opening mm-hmm. or something. But I get that. But two o'clock is just, it's, it's not, a lot. It's not cool. So anyway, all right. So that little bit of news wrapped up. Let's get to our conversation yes. with Rich and Sarah Woloski. They are based in California. They have this podcasting empire, Skywalking to Neverland, which is interesting. Jen, when they, at the end of the show, mm-hmm. when they went through the podcast they have, were you kind of blown away by the amount I of I was like, that? I don't think I realized there were this many yeah, podcasts me too. There in this network. Podcasts. I mean, I it's like, oh, y'all do that one too. Oh, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which was crazy. I was like, wow, those. I mean, yeah. and they have a team too. It's not just the two. They of them. do, uh, they, but they they're wonderful. Team, but they're great people. They're so much so fun. Wonderful. We dive into Rich's book. We talk about uh, Disneyland, and I threw a little curveball right before the show because originally we were going to just talk about our five favorite things happening at Disneyland right yes. now. And as Jen knows, sometimes I will throw a curveball and say, "What if we take that topic and tweak it just a bit and say." this instead it caught everybody off guard but they adapted wonderfully i I, that's my fault i'll take that you know but my best ideas are always at the last minute um it just happens that way and so uh so yeah so jen uh you and i are going to enjoy this conversation with skywalking the neverland let's go And welcome back to the show, Richard and Sarah, a.k.a. Skywalking from ne- Through Neverland, building the Skywalking Through Neverland empire over there on the West Coast. Books and products and podcasts mm-hmm. and a website. And it's just, it's, you know, you're, you guys are, are what we will be hopefully in a couple of years. You know, so it's, uh, <laughs> you guys are also. Wait, books? Are we writing books? Well, you know, we <laughs> haven't got that far yet, but we're getting there. I'm sure we're getting there. Welcome back to the show, guys. Well, thank you for having us. Always a pleasure to to see your two smiling faces. Yes, it's great yeah. to be on the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Woohoo! That's us. That is us. All right. So, first question, top of the show, Rich. How did you Disney this week? How did I Disney this week? I Disney this week by yearning to go back to Disneyland. Mm, that's fair. 
Yeah, the summertime is a really, really busy time in our business. So we don't get a chance to go to Disneyland all that often. So I just look at your background where you're showing off Galaxy's <laughs> Edge. And I took this picture two I'm, months ago. Actually. I'm withdrawing. I have, I'm having withdrawals as we speak. <laughs> well, funnily enough, Richard, a bunch of our Skywalkers had a meetup in Galaxy's <laughs> Edge on Saturday. Without like you. they did the no. whole day together. We couldn't go because we were working like straight on from like last Monday, straight on through today at 4.58 oh. p.m. Like, yeah, if you want to do this sometime on a Tuesday yeah. in March, we're right there. <laughs> we but you want to so do sad. it in June? Yeah. Oh. Your children have gone on. They don't need the parents anymore. They grow up so, they grow so fast. It's really true. It was really funny to see all the faces of all of our Skywalkers, and they've all met each other through our podcast and yeah. our meetups. Oh, especially speaking of the children, there, there are a bunch of kids yes. who are no longer kids. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're older than me now. They're teenagers. They're, wow. It's yeah, crazy. You, y'all have been doing the show, what, seven or eight years now? Well, going maybe nine on years, nine, like years. nine years. Yeah. yeah. Going on nine no. years. Yeah, because you're hitting, you're close to 400. Is that right? Yeah, we're yes. gonna release yeah. 376 this week. Yeah, some I knew we, it was yeah. I knew it was up there. I knew it was getting there. We well, already but, released so. 376. Then 377. Oh my yes. gosh! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, lately, I, we've been so so busy that we've had a well, it was, there's so much content. We've had to release like two episodes a week for the last month. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it just, yeah. It just, just keeps been coming. so much. It just keeps coming. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll have like seven hour yeah. episodes trying to keep up with everything. And so like, and I, right. I guess that's the that's the myth is that you guys live so close to Disneyland. It's like, oh, they could just hop to Disneyland whenever they want. You know, I want to go ride Space Mountain. I guess I'll just leave right now and go do it. And I guess it's just that's just not true. <laughs> the big difference between want and can. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> we want to, but can we? No. <laughs> oh, this this stu- stupid bill collector comes around every month, knocking on the door, demanding his uh, rent pay. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's really rude, quite honestly. It yeah. very much is. Yeah. It's just rude. Yeah, and I'm I'm installing a trap door right now where he plunges down to a rancor pit. But maybe I've said too much. <laughs> Well, I saw. I, I want to start going. Pull the lever, wrong, wrong. I saw a, a, a meme today with, and I can't remember the character's name, but Wallace Shawn from Princess Bride. And it's basically when you when you cheat on your taxes, and it's, he says the line, you know, you're trying to steal what I've rightfully stolen. And yeah, that's pretty much the IRS. <laughs> <laughs> don't order this. Yeah, don't order and then, you know. there's them too. <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. <laughs> Sarah, how did you Disney yeah. this week? So I Disneyed this week in the future. Tomorrow, Ooh. I'm buying Oogie Boogie Bash tickets. Ooh, so very time. excited. Oh, so cool. Yes. Fun time. We're going to see how long it will take us to buy mm-hmm. those tickets, of course, because uh, I think they have a queue and they let about one person in every 10 minutes. Right. So right. It takes yeah. like yep. eight oh, hours. Right. Yep. No, those go on sale it's tomorrow. Ridiculous. Is that right? They do for yes. magic key holders. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, and that's right. Members. That's right. Because there's a couple yeah. of days out before the, I guess, the general public gets them. Because I have a client's going to Disneyland in the fall, and they want Oogie Boogie tickets. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm watching the dates. And I was, when you said that, I was like, wait, is this tomorrow? But it's key holders. Gotcha. <laughs> it's key gotcha. holders yes. tomorrow. Gotcha. Yes. All right. So first thing we want to get to is I want to talk about today in Star Wars history, part one, January through June. And let me just take a look back around here real quick, so you can see my lovely bedroom here behind <laughs> me. But uh, uh, also, I want to be able to show this out right because this is a very, very cool book. This is a 
this is a magnificent book. It really is. It's full color. It's very thick. It basically goes day by day, and it's not like one little thing where it's like, oh, on January 19th, uh, you know, Disney XD airs Idiot's Array, the 11th episode of Star Wars, and then you go to January 20th. No, no, no. There are sometimes two and three pages per date because there's so much wow. happening. I mean, it is, it's it's an incredibly put-together book. There's trivia in here, uh, and I would imagine, Rich, this probably took you, what, a good week or two to, to write and put together? I mean, maybe two or, th- two or three You minutes? know what? <laughs> on, I did it on my lunch break. It's a pretty yeah, long lunch break. a half hour to kill. It's like, yeah, I'll write yeah. a book. I got nothing else to do. <laughs> so, no, that's so, brilliant. I love so that you can knock it out that fast. Now I'm going to yeah. ask you the, the typical writer questions. What made you decide to write this kind of a book? I know you guys are huge Star Wars fans, Marvel fans, Disney fans all around, hence Skywalking through Neverland. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what, what made you sit down and go, you know what? I want to write a Star Wars history book. And was it this kind of book or was it something else you're kind of wanting to do? Or how did it come into this book? Well, I, I started writing this before everyone here was born. Yes. That's how long. No. Yes. Yes. That's how long I've been working on this before y'all were born. Okay. So yeah. 75 for me, 1991 for Jen. I'm sure that's, that's it. Yeah. Close it up. Close it up. 1991. <laughs> we might be, we might be off by 10 years or so, but sure. Yeah. You know, whatever. You know, just go with it, Jen. Just go with it. Go with it. Go with it. I mean, yeah, so, so back in the late seventies, when 1977, when Star Wars came out, they was, there was only so much memorabilia coming out. Like today, you're, you blink and 15 new products have hit the shelves. So whenever I would buy a Star Wars book or Star Wars magazine, I would write down the interesting facts that I that I took from the book or magazine. And and mm-hmm. one of these categories was dates. I mm-hmm. For no, no reason in particular, I was a horrible uh, history student in school. <laughs> but for some reason, these Star Wars, I just wanted to know every little detail about Star Wars. And pretty soon this date folder got thicker and thicker and thicker. And I started writing them down uh, in, in, a, in, a, in a better uh, in a better area, in a better way that I could keep track of them. Right. And mm-hmm. when when I got a computer, I thought, oh, you know what? I'm going to start writing these all down just so I don't lose them. And this is the new way of oh. things, the the computer. <laughs> and got out my, my floppy disk, my big hard drive, and I, I wrote them all down and just and it just kept on going. It just became an obsession after a while. I would go into a, a, a bookstore or a Barnes and Noble, and I would always bring like a steno pad and a pencil. Just if I saw a date, I'd just be writing things down. And, huh. and it just became something that I just would constantly do. And then this new thing called the internet came around. And it's like, Oh, oh, I, I don't need to go to a bookstore anymore. Walden Books, you've lost my patronage. I can look stuff up. Walden. It's all right here, and I can cut and paste. <laughs> and, and it just kept on going. And then one day, a, a friend of ours named Russ Flores, the author of Seen Unseen Disneyland, he said, hey, Rich, are you going to write a book? It's like, I wasn't until now. <laughs> and when was this? Like 2014? This 2013? was like yeah, 2014, Yeah. And it just—it was one of those things. And every time he would see me, he's like the the, the biggest cheerleader. He would always say, "Rich, Aww. how's the book coming?" It's like the book. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then you know when I make a promise, I like to keep my promise. So mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, I said I was gonna write a book, so now I gotta go ahead and write a, write a book, and. I just kept on going and going and going. And the more I would do it, it's like, hey, this is this is really fun. And I 
I can see this this pinprick of a, a light at the end of a tunnel. <laughs> and over years and years, I would just keep on writing it and fact checking and keep on putting more and more content in there. And mm. then when Disney bought Star Wars, even a, a tidal wave. So I was there was so much to keep track of. I just had to I just had to have it all. I just couldn't stop at one or two dates. I just had to have every single date in there. It became an obsession. And I was, I was not going to let Disney beat me at this. So, yeah, you want to release some stuff? Go ahead. I'll write it down. Go ahead and tempt me, Disney. You go ahead and put out some more content. Put out some more Disney shows and comic books and novel. Yeah, I'll write it all down. Don't think I won't. <laughs> so the day that you turned in the book to, for publishing, the day that it was submitted and everything – was there something like the next day that happened that you're like, oh, I missed this piece of information by, you know, seven hours? That's something that Sarah can answer because <laughs> just, just, just when I, I thought the whole book was locked, the whole right, book was right, done, right. it was finished. So I gave it to Sarah so she could design it in InDesign and lay it all out with yeah. pictures and everything. She said, Rich, y you can't change anything else. Well, so then it, well, what, what, what do we have come out? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. And then a whole flood of Obi-Wan content started yep. coming out. It's like, that... oh, Sarah, I got to make this updated where I put in some <laughs> Obi-Wan entries. Right. She's like, no, you can't. It's like, give me a minute. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. I come back and like, she's like, which I got to start all over again. Well, no, well, yeah. Yeah. So like, I think what months january through march i had to redo completely because mm -hmm. <laughs> because yeah because once you you change the text that changes the flow of everything and where the pictures are and everything right, else right. And because yeah. the book is pr pr you know it's it's like based on the date you know january 1st mm -hmm. but then if you have one entry in January 1st that overflows on another page, that means January 2nd has to start on the next page after that. So it's like, it's a, it's a cascading yeah. problem. If yeah. anything changes. So there are many nights where I slept outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, did it, and maybe I'm, I feel like I, I saw a post on this maybe a year or two ago that, that you had decided it had to be two volumes. Like it was just too much information or do you go yeah. into this going, you know what, this is probably going to be two volumes. I'm going to try, but it's, I mean, at some point, did you think it was just going to be two, no matter what? Yeah, a couple, a couple of factors came into that. One, it was going to be the size of a of one of the first editions of the Bible. Right. It was oh. going to be, it was going to be a large <laughs> really tome. Yeah, yeah, very, very <laughs> thick, and it would just be very, very unwieldy. Yes. Yeah. And then the other factor was Star Wars Celebration was coming out, mm -hmm. and ah. you know, you know how long it takes to put input each month into the book and then lay out right. and design it and then add the pictures and then index everything. Like it's this step-by-step -step mm -hmm. process that just takes an actual amount, physical amount of time. So physically there was no way possible that we were going to be able to finish and edit and do everything the entire book by Star Wars Celebration. And that's when we wanted to get the book out. So sure. it was, I think March when we said, okay, we need to break this up. Well, we didn't. You did. I did. You did. Yes, he said, that was my idea. And, and I said, no, 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 no. And I was kicking and screaming. And, and the next neighbors day, complained. Dogs were howling. <laughs> Mass hysteria. And then I, then I finally acquiesced and said, okay, all right, you're, you're, you're right. Let's break yeah. it into two volumes. Yeah. I love it. 
I love it. I think, well, I honestly, though, you've got a great opportunity for, I guess, the next two because you'll do a volume two and then you can do like a an updated smaller volume of here's the year in review of things that we missed over the last two years or whatever and just kind of chop through. And, and I'll tell the uh, tell the audience that, and we'll have the link on the website, uh, the uh, mscpodcast.com. Um, the book is $25 for paperback, which is what I have. And it's $50 for hardcover. It is worth it. If you're a Star Wars fan, and a lot of times, you know, there are books that people write, and they're like $15, $20. I'm like, oh, I must spend 20 bucks on your paperback. I'll just, well, maybe. I'll take the audio if you got it, whatever. This is totally worth it. This is, a, I mean, it's beautifully bound. It's a keepsake. I mean, this is like a coffee table book that you can just pick up at any time. Uh, this is well done, Richard. I will say well done on this book. It looks, it looks fantastic. Well, thank you. Well done on both much. of you, actually, because I know it was a team effort. I, I know that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this, that's incredible. Yeah. It, it really took a village because yeah. Sarah's dad made the mistake of saying, hey, Rich, if you want, I can proofread it for you. <laughs> oh, you you can. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And it, we, I had one proofreader named Justin Berger who wrote a, a Star Wars book, and he was great going through everything and trying to find the the grammatical errors which there's a ton of mm-hmm. but then i needed someone else to who didn't really know star wars who could look mm-hmm. at it and go right. now i'm not sure what you're trying to say here and what do you mean by they or them or what is this what is this over here and i'm not sure what you're referring to somewhere someone who didn't know star wars inside and out and could read mm-hmm. between the lines so it was very invaluable to have that kind of input because it 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 really made it a much smoother book it was uh, had a nice has a nice flow right. to it if you don't mind mm. me saying right. because of all these changes and i'm i'm the worst when it comes to tenses like past <laughs> trans current tense they were all in the same sense like well what what point of view are you writing from so he caught a lot of that sarah caught a lot of that and i really wanted every single date to be in the present tense mm-hmm. so not star okay. wars was released on right. May 25th, but Star Wars is released. I love it. That was very, uh, very like that. important to have yeah. it all. And he really he caught all those kind of things. Another friend, Michael Cote, who is very militant on, on small details. He went in there and combed through it and made uh, a lot of corrections. Some things that nice. some things that you, you'd find on one way. And he's a, he's he's one of those researchers who just keeps on digging and digging and digging until he finds the actual thing. He'll go through old newspapers from the 70s and 80s to find these facts. And I had him go through a lot of stuff, especially when it comes to the the releases of the films. Mm-hmm. Uh, what will what was released in 70 millimeter versus 35 millimeter versus oh, wow. drive-ins? Like, oh, oh. <laughs> and how many theaters? Yeah. Like each each fact in that book is meticulously checked and gone over. And mm-hmm. there is a bibliography available online because that was too big to print and right. still keep it at that price point. Oh my and, that, God. and that added in 10 more pages. So I thought, right. okay, let's bring the price down and put that on the website. A couple yeah. more shout outs. Anthony Daniels had had I wrote I wrote out to him who he fact checked a couple of things for me. Billy D. Williams, his his oh, son. Oh, what did they know? Were they even there? <laughs> exactly. Craig, Craig Miller, Eric Walker, mm-hmm. so many people involved involved in right. in Star Wars. Whereas this is all firsthand accounts. Mm-hmm. Where if if I went to go check on something on one website and I would check double cross check it on another website, and if it didn't mm-hmm. match up, it's like okay, I got to find the truth here, and I would reach out to these actors, authors, publishers, and. Yeah anyone I can to find the actual 
the actual truth. And, mm -hmm. you know, uh, yeah, needless to say, there's a, a lot of incorrect information out there on, on the dark web. Yeah, I am sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So and, and I wanted this to be the ultimate Star Wars reference book. If, well, it was, if there was any question about any validity, why not? I, I couldn't put it in there. If I yeah. couldn't fact check it to the to the ultimate ultimate point right. like we don't have heir to the empire release date in there by timothy zahn because there was no actual release date the really? publisher would just send it to the 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 barnes and noble, barnes and noble right. books and, and they would just huh. put it out when they got it on their shelves so there was no actual release date yeah which is then. a bummer i, I reached out to timothy zahn he's like i got no idea yeah yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I owned a copy of Heir to the Empire and I never read it. I had it as a kid. I never read it because I never understood where it fit into the Star Wars lore and how it fit into the Star Wars. If, if it's even canon, I have no idea. Or is it legacy? But I do have, from my childhood, Rich, one question. Uh, and I haven't studied the book yet to see if it's in there. But I need to know when Star Wars, the movie, premiered on HBO. Um, February 1st, 1983. That is amazing. And I'm glad you knew that. <laughs> because I have I have my own movie book, an overall movie book that I've been writing off and on for the last four or five years. And there is a story that I tell about my first time seeing Star Wars, which was when it premiered on HBO that night. Um, and so February 1st, 1983, that is crucial to put in there. That's great. Because <laughs> Empire was, I saw Empire at the theater in 1980, probably the second or third week. There's no way to know how, like how long after the release I saw it. But Star Wars, I know that I saw, because cause they used to come out with the little HBO books. And it would tell yeah. you, like, in three months, Star Wars, and on the back on the back of the thing, in two months, Star yeah. Wars, oh, and, yeah. and then finally next month, Star Wars, and then you know, so the January issue, obviously, next month, Star Wars, and so now I know, and that's good. I can actually put that information into my my document, on my book that I'll never get. Out. It's it's right there. It's right that's awesome. There. See, I hadn't gotten February yet. And <laughs> 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 I probably would have scoured that actually pretty soon because I just thought that, I was like, well, I need to find that out. But that's that's amazing. That's fantastic. And I, it would have been a bummer if that had been in part that, two. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was in the spring, though, or the winter or spring. I knew it was early in the year. Okay. I knew that. I knew, yeah, that. I, I knew that from the top of my head because that was the day I stopped going to eighth grade. <laughs> Star Wars is on TV. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry, teachers, but you know what? If I could learn about math, which I'll never use, I don't need to know about algebra. Because we'll have these. Because I'll have iPhones. Or I can stay home and watch Star Wars on HBO and Cinemax and Showtime. Come on, it's a no-brainer. Oh, I had it circled in that little HBO guide because it was coming on like 50 times in the month, and I had it circled yeah. every time. And I would mm -hmm. beg my parents to wake me up at like 11 o'clock at night because I'm like, I only want to see the Death Star scene. It'll come on like 11.15 or so because the movie comes on at 9. It'll be like two hours, whatever. Just wake me up. And they're like, no, you're 9. We're not waking you up. I'm like, please. So, yeah. I, I, I don't I know how I ever up. passed 8th grade. I really should not have passed it, that's how that's how much I missed. Oh, how just, I it, passed, I've no it was idea. A, it was a seminal moment for me. I mean, watching Star Wars, that like I was just blown away. I and it's the only one I can tell you that I specifically remember watching on HBO. Like I've seen a, thousands of movies on cable, HBO, hmm. Showtime, or whatever. But that's the only one I can definitely pinpoint and say I saw that the night it premiered on HBO. I remember the opening and how wow. it goes. The opening, like the opening scene of the Easter, do 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 do, and they go to the little town and they go into <laughs> space. The little and, Mr. And Rogers the, town. And the, the letters spin around. <laughs> you go into. The, oh yeah, it was it was great. And yeah. so, uh, so, and the yeah. best the best part about it, it carried over for the next few months mm -hmm. into May of '83. 
So on May 25th, 1983, I went to go see Return of the Jedi that morning and then watch Star Wars on HBO Love that it. night. It's like, oh, now it all comes together. <laughs> now I understand this. I just need to find Empire. Somebody give me Empire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that there was a way to go rent it for the night and take it home to watch it. <laughs> Not until November of 1984. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so last question on the book, volume two. Do you have a projected time a time frame, a season, or a month, or whatever you're shooting for? We are shooting for life day of this year. That's November oh, 17th, wow. 2022. Oh, okay. okay. That's the life day is the big Wookiee holiday as seen right. in the Star Wars holiday special. Yes. So thought, okay, this is a this is a, a no-brainer here. And so we will be offering a holiday special on the two volumes set. Nice. Yes. Nice. Well then, I'll just send Jen my copy, and I'll wait for the wait for the whole set to come back and Fun? little slip cover and everything. So <laughs> awesome, love it. Yeah. All right, so I do want to talk a little bit about Disneyland because you guys are you're Disneyland. You know more about Disneyland than Jen and I put together at this point because she hasn't been in a few years. I went. Oh uh, no, years. I've not been since 2020. Not a few years. Oh my, that is a few years. It's a few years. Yeah, yeah, it's been a few years. <laughs> Um, and I went in, in, in at the end of April, which I was really excited about. And so I, my wife and I got to go out there for a couple of days and experience a lot of things and just see a lot of stuff and, you know, eat at Pim's Test Kitchen and do web slingers and whatever and have a good time. So rather than just talk about it, hey, my favorite thing about Disneyland is this, said and the other, we're going to do what I like to call a Disneyland draft. And so we're going to each pick five things each, kind of on our own little personal Disneyland team. And yes, you guys are married. You can work together as a team. But, you know, we want to see which team is going to come out come out the strongest the best you can pick anything you want whether a ride or uh or a restaurant or a hotel or whatever you want whatever you want so um so yeah so what we'll do to figure out who goes first and we'll be a snake draft whoever, mm-hmm. whoever goes first mm-hmm. we're gonna have a little trivia contest here okay so today is the anniversary that you're recording on june 27th today is the anniversary of hercules being released to theaters in 1997 so a good 25 years ago which is a little insane. <laughs> so, um, 25 years ago. So, what I want you guys to do is I want you to tell me what number on the Disney roster of films did Hercules fall on? Knowing that we are now at uh, we are now at 60 within Kanto, what number in the Disneyland canon of animated films was Hercules released on this day in June 1997? Are we allowed to cheat? You're not allowed to cheat. <laughs> You're not allowed to cheat. Whoever no. gets closest goes first in our in our little draft. So, I'm I'm gonna guess 35. Sarah says 35. Richard, what do you think? I'm going to say I'm trying so hard not to do the math in my head. <laughs> I'm gonna say 29. 29. Jen, do you have a guess where what number does Hercules fall on the uh, the roster of films? Released there are 60 right now. There are 60 Wait, right now. Jen yep. just left the room. I, I think I she was did, phoning I, a friend. <laughs> you were phoning <laughs> a friend. I she had her mom look at it. Mom, no, mom. that actually was, that was uh, my niece and nephews are in town. And my one nephew just came and he's like, can you be done now? And I was like, no. As soon as I win this draft, yes. <laughs> no, because no, we've been playing all day. I'm like, guys. Aunt Jen has to record a podcast tonight. <laughs> we played all day today. It's okay. But, you know, 
they're like little, so oh, yeah. there's never enough play. <laughs> not, so, not, not at all. Now I'm we're gonna like, play Quiet Time. time. <laughs> adult Time. <laughs> adult Time. We're gonna talk about Disneyland. <laughs> we're gonna talk about okay. right. Like the two of you, Jen and Brady have no children, so she's repeatedly messaged and she's like, "How do you do it with kids? How do you? How do you? I love children, but not like this." <laughs> like, have you I'm seen tired. Harry Potter? You just stick them in a, <laughs> under the stairs. Does that work? I do, is that legal? If it did, trust me, legal? we would have a covered under the stairs if we just did, it worked. So. I'm going to say it, it, it's not legal and we don't condone it. <laughs> wink, wink. Oh, got it. Noted. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do. All right. So Sarah has said 35. Uh, Richard said 28. Jenna, where do you, okay. where is your number? 31. I said, I said 29. 31. You said 29. So yes. 31. The answer is actually 35. 35. So, oh. did I get it? You got it. You got, I got it dead it. on. Oh my gosh, you so, got it. Sarah See, will go I first. knew I knew that Tangled was number 50 and that nice. was in 2010, uh, so that's yeah. Very good. So, Sarah will go first, Jen will go second. I'm going to go third. Richard will go fourth, but because it is a snake draft, Richard will choose twice. So, he will get to go and then and then it reverses back. Okay. Okay. So, oh, I see. so that's oh. how we're going to do it. And then we'll come oh, back to Jen she'll repeat twice. So, so okay. here's how we're going to do it. It's a snake draft. So, so Sarah, you get to pick first anything at Disneyland to be on your Disneyland draft team. Anything you choose. And that cannot be a whole land. You can't say, I want Avengers Campus and all that includes in it. It has to be <laughs> something more particular. But uh, but otherwise, it is your choice. Okay. Well, hold on. Now i got to redo my list. <laughs> I know. So this is a little different than the parameters you had given us, which was five things to love about Disneyland right now. So right. let me see. Uh, so I was kind of keeping it with right now, but I, I am going to go with what's happening right now, which is mm -hmm. Fantasmic is back. Nice. And I love Good Fantasmic. One. And last weekend, Richard and I, you were a, we were able to go on Sunday night. Sunday nights is like our kind of date night. And we went and we, we went for an hour before Fantasmic and sat and got this really awesome spot on some stairs. Mm -hmm. And we watched it together. We live streamed it on our YouTube for Woo! people. So that was exciting. And I was like crying because that music oh, is just so amazing. Pretty. It is. Wait for us to come back. And Disneyland Fantasmic is amazing. It's yes. fantastic. Awesome. It's much better than ours. It's greatly better than ours. And so that's accurate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jen, you get number two in our little Disneyland draft. You cannot okay. pick Fantasmic. Fantasmic has now been taken by mm. second, so. and, and we did say in these new parameters that mm -hmm. it can be basically anything, anything. in Disneyland. Correct. Anything. It, anything. I, it, anything. I don't yeah. have to like. Okay. Yeah. Oh, this is rough. I am going to take the Pirates of the Caribbean in Disneyland because it is the far superior version mm -hmm. to Florida. I, cool. I, I, I agree. Um, I agree with that. I do. I, I like it's the. It's just far superior. So I like the. It's I just longer like, too. You yeah. get a better it's nap. Like, oh, it's like seventeen longer. minutes long or something like yeah. that, isn't it? Right. Wait. No, do I get I to take Blue Bayou? It's like twenty minutes. It? Oh yeah. Uh huh. That's a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's part. It's kind of part, right? No, it is kind of part of it. No, I wouldn't. Oh, I see. Oh. I mean, if you want to take Blue Bayou next when your next go around, absolutely. <laughs> None of us. We aren't gonna pick Blue Bayou, so don't worry. I'm not. No, no. I just kind of wanted it as a bonus. I'm not gonna pick it by itself. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, maybe just the Monte Cristo. Which, by go. the way, Blue Bayou is so far more superior than Club 33. <laughs> so, well, so far superior. Why don't Why don't when I come out, you guys take me to Club 33, and then I'll be yeah, able to give it a, a, that would be good. Uh, so we can kind of judge first. You know what? But Jen, we like you. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right, that's fair. Well, that's Jen, easy. I guess they'll just have to take us to Blue Bayou. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> or Galactic Grill, or the churro cartoon. I'll take it to any one of those. <laughs> 
So my pick, my pick at number three here, I'm going to pick Radiator Springs Racers. Mm, uh, I think this is a brilliant ride. I am very pro keeping rides in their parks. Like I do not, I, like I would love to see Radiator Springs, mm-hmm. Radiator Springs Racers out here, but I don't want it out here because I want that to be Disneyland. Just like I don't want you guys to get like Toy Story, not, uh, a Slinky Dog Dash out there because that's ours, you know? Okay. Um, I think Radiator Springs Racers is such an inventive ride. It's colorful. It's fun. It's got the characters and everything. And, and you know, it's, it, it's almost like a test track thing where part of it's just kind of whimsical kind of through here. All of a sudden you go really fast and it's just, it's cool. It's a cool ride, a cool whole setup and every mountain and everything. So Radiator Springs Racers is my first uh, my first pick on my my little Disneyland team. So Richard, you now have you have two picks now. All right, I'm gonna say well, this kind of crosses over to Disneyland and Disney uh, Hollywood Studios, mm-hmm. and I gotta give them huge props for introducing the Star Wars Holiday Special into Galaxy's Edge and their merchandise. Ooh. Last year they had. They had released these Chewbacca plush dolls in the red Snuggies holding the Life Day orbs. Want to go grab it? (laughs) And they had Life Day uh, Christmas tree ornaments, and they light up orbs from Life Day. And coming up, they're going to have red Snuggies. I believe it's the end of this year in November. They're going to offer red Snuggies that that. anyone can wear. Look at this. Stop it. Look at that. Stop it. Oh, my gosh. There is showing everyone right now the the red cloaked Chewbacca. And we didn't get them at Disneyland for the longest time because of the shipment problems we had here. So we have a a friend, BJ Priester in, in Florida, mail us a couple of these. That's awesome. And now they're there on the shelves right now. It's so funny. Yeah, now they got, got a whole abundance of them. And there's the pins. So I've just got to hand it to them oh, for awesome. introduce after all these years of saying we will never have the holiday special incorporated into Disneyland and, and in the Star Wars lore. We're going to just forget it, sweep, sweep it oh, under the God. rug. But now they've, they've acquiesced. Yeah, we have some <laughs> friends over there in the story group who are our big Star Wars holiday oh. special fans. So we got to come on. She'll, she'll love everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even when we were on the Galactic Star Cruiser, yeah. what they had Gourmanda. Yeah, yeah they had Gourmanda bites. Yes, Gormanda they do. is the yeah. four-armed chef played by Harvey Corman. Yeah. And yeah. To, oh, you know what, you guys, you know, whatever, this has cost $5,000, fine. It's all worth it now because <laughs> you made a reference to the Star Wars holiday special. After all these years of shunning it, of saying we're never, ever going to refer to it. And, Little by little, it would be it would it would they would mention it in a book or a movie, and now it's at Galaxy's Edge. So I'm just ecstatic. I am over the moon. I'm over, I'm over two moons, but the fact that they now have holiday special over the twin suns. Over the I twin think that, suns. I think it, now we've gone past the point where people just make fun of it, and now it's become like a retro cool. We love it, even though it's so yes. bad. We love how bad it is, kind of thing. Versus just oh, that's awful. It's more of a Yes, it's awful. That's why we love it. It's great. You know, then, so. you, you ask them the younger fans. Oh, have you seen it? Well, no, that's what I heard. It's like, oh, don't make me think any less of you. Okay. If you're going to judge something, go and you see gotta it watch for it yourself. First. Don't let others form your opinion. So maybe then, then about- I get to sit down with them and have a three hour discussion about how the Star Wars holiday special <laughs> is an awesome film. <laughs> so maybe everything eventually from Disney that's bad becomes cool in about 20 years. We'll be loving T- Stitch's Great Escape merch in like oh 2035. 
and uh, rocket rods in like 2040 and no. you know superstar limo stuff in about 10 years or whatever all that stuff will be great you know for us that, that so. stitch thing that's the oh, one that's where... the one with yeah. the smell oh no oh. we will never love never. that we will <laughs> never ever not okay yeah i'm with you no disney that's a huge that a huge a... negative point no. yes Duh. it was a stinker or it smelled like chili dogs it really did all oh right, it's disgusting you also grab another pick yeah. on your uh, on your on your list all right i'm gonna say like sarah mentioned earlier the oogie boogie bash oh oh okay. yes 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 the oogie boogie bash i'm so looking forward to we love halloween mm-hmm. and this just means halloween is that much closer yep and Every year they've they've really upped their game, the Oogie Boogie Bash. And really, this is the only ticketed event Disneyland has that is worth it. This is a 10. Everything else has been like a two or a three. They've been mm. the sweetheart's night was okay, was good. That was well, great. it was good. Right. Yeah. But they've they've missed more than they've hit, especially with this new grad night theme. Mm. What is going on with you, Disney? Come on. (laughs) I think there's still tickets available. I'm sure there are. And I'm sure there's like, hey, you know what? Let's put this out here and see see who actually gets tickets for this. (laughs) Every one of them is just such a huge letdown. And I'm just so disappointed at this. And even even the the Star Wars night, like this is stuff that you should have out anyway. Where's the shows? We want to see bigger things. They're they're. What was the merriest nights? The Christmas. Merriest nights. They had like a, a 15 minute Muppet presentation, and oh, the Muppet. rest of the three hours and 45 minutes was a bust. Mm-hmm. Oh, these these ticketed events. You know what? Well, Everyone save save your money, watch our vlogs, and you'll be happy. The the biggest <laughs> problem with them, honestly, is it's a four hour event, which mm-hmm. is really not enough time to like do everything. It's like you feel very frantic the whole time, mm-hmm. and you can't really trying relax to get everything and in. enjoy right. yourself. Yeah. So like the Oogie Boogie Bash is five to six hours, depending on, I think it's five oh. hours, mm-hmm. but still it's, it's that extra hour really makes it, especially if you're going to eat at some point sure. and things like that sure. too. So now, that's, do they let you in the park yeah. a little early? Like if you're a ticket holder for that? Okay. Cause they do that yes. with the Halloween party out here too. And Christmas mm-hmm. party. Right. Um, they do, but the event, like the event things that you want to mm-hmm. do right. doesn't start until right. the party time. Right. Sure. So yeah. Yeah, and with the Oogie Boogie Bash last year, they introduced Agatha from WandaVision. Oh, that was like that was a centerpiece. That was a highlight oh, to the whole night. But now wow. they, they have to top that. They can't just they can't plateau. They've got to find something else. They have to have Scarlet to Witch and Wanda yes. like fighting each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> something. So you were trying yes. to come up with what made last year so great, and you just realized, oh, it was Agatha after all. Gotcha. It was. Okay. Yes. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> what I, I feel like Disney just kind of backed into that and not real like not realizing what character they had and not re- I mean it happens sometimes because we fans will latch onto something that we think is awesome and Disney's like oh y'all think that's awesome okay cool merchandise and so <laughs> that's what happens with all the walls out here because people were taking all pictures of all the walls and stuff and yeah. Disney's like right. hey let's make this a thing now and so <laughs> you know so we're always now yeah. looking for new things that Disney can't discover and make uh, <laughs> make money off of. the only way they can up their game is to have have hippo people walking around from moon night uh, <laughs> oh, time. if you have if you have walking hippos all right you you got you got a good review from us but we're not afraid to say how we really feel disney I, i'm us. just seeing it now chapek stumbles upon this episode he's on the phone going hey phil 
What's a hippo person? Can we make money off this? <laughs> hey, can we make Moon money off this? Let's get it. Let's do it. <laughs> so. do, do we have, a, do we have a, a show called Moon Knight? I, <laughs> I guess. Just do something with it, okay? Are we making money on it? Okay, that's hey, good. Speaking go of, Bob, if you're hearing this, you owe me a few calls. I'm just right? yeah. throwing that out there. Come on, Bob. Okay. We got some ideas. But... Got some ideas. <laughs> so I get to pick next, and I am picking the Disneyland Hotel. Uh, mm, I love the hotel. When we were there in, in May, we stayed uh, um, on a trip that we stayed we, at the Grand California for a couple of nights, which I like. I think it's beautiful, uh, but I'm more nostalgic than anything else. Mm-hmm. And my wife was with me, and I was like, let's just do a night at the Disneyland Hotel you know, before we go home. And she's like, okay, of course we will. <laughs> and so you know, she got to stay at two out of the three resorts you know, in one weekend, which was awesome. Uh, this, I mean, it's just a, it's a beautiful hotel. It's historic, it's so nice. and it just looks cool. It just, it's yeah. fun. Uh, Paradise Pier is okay. I'm interested to see how they do it with the Pixar stuff and how they re- renovate it and everything. And again, the Californian's awesome, but that's more bougie like Jen. Jen's much more bougie than I am. Uh, she's my bougie <laughs> queen. But, uh, but, but yeah, Disneyland Hotel for me is just, it's just top notch. I love Disneyland Hotel. So, Jen? You, Jen is bougie well, goals. She really is. I, she you. really is. <laughs> she really is. <laughs> oh, well, true story, guys. And I've told this story in the podcast before. Where, like, my wife was not that bougie at all. <laughs> and then she met Jen, and they became friends. And now she's Uh-oh. got, like, four Dooney and Burke purses. And now she's, like, she will just, not touch. Just four, huh? She will not touch a value resort, like, for anything. And I mean, her feet don't touch anything less than moderate carpet. Deluxe if preferable. And Jen's like, I'm so proud of her. Just like I, like I feel like my work has not been for nothing. And yes, just four, but it's not for lack of trying. Trust me. <laughs> so. All right, Jen, go ahead. All right. Uh, well, speaking of, my next one was the Grand Californian because I gotta have my bougie place to stay. <laughs> Um, I love everything about the Grand Californian, including there's that like little restauranty bar area off the lobby. Mm-hmm. Really good pizza. I'm just gonna throw that out there. It's very good. Craftsman's mm. Grill, I think. That's it. You're yeah. right. Craft- yeah, because isn't yeah. it poolside? It- well, yeah. no, there is one poolside as well. Okay. Yeah, but then you can eat gotcha. indoors. There's gotcha. like an okay. indoor outdoor. Yes. Yeah, I got to eat there. It was very good. Breakfast was there was really, really good. So, And it's very majestic. The Californian is, is great. Uh, do you guys get to stay at the hotels much? Do you ever just take a night and say, you know what, let's just stay at a hotel one night on property and just for the heck of it? I mean... No, the only time we've done it is when we've been invited. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm. we've never paid <laughs> gotcha. paid for it. <laughs> but uh, we have stayed at the Grand Californian a couple nights. Yeah, including our wedding night. Yeah, oh, nice. I guess that's Yay. the one time we did. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, checked in at three in the morning, checked out at four in the morning. We probably should have checked in the day after the wedding yeah. because that, we would have enjoyed it a little more probably, but it was still really fun. Like, this is and a great hotel. It was, wasn't it? <sighs> yeah, we took the opportunity to go on Grizzly River Run the next mm-hmm. day. Oh my so god! We could just go change, you right. know, smart. Because right. yeah, because yeah, I I hate me some water rides at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I yes. I oh. hate why yeah. hate water rides because you're soaking afterwards. You're yep. walking around squish squish squish. It's like mm-hmm. being at Disney World on a any given day at noon. Yeah, you're just soaking. <laughs> Chafing. You're walking around. Chafing is never a not good if thing, you're with me. So. There's a rain one on there. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> good to know. All right. Sarah, you get two picks. You get two. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, okay. All right. Well, then my two picks are in Avengers Campus. Mm-hmm. This makes my job Ooh. easy. All right. So I'm going to say that I love that Avengers Campus is constantly changing up their characters and adding characters based on the Disney Plus show of the week. So 
like Moon Knight. And it's really right. funny because the Disney bloggers go nuts. <laughs> they are like all camping out on Wednesdays at Avengers Campus. But um, yeah, so like when Loki came out the the first time, the first episode, you know, he's in that jumpsuit. And so Loki, who was formerly in his big, you know, garb with the big headdress, mm-hmm. shows up and he's in that little uh, jump jumpsuit instead, his prison jumpsuit. And then the next week, he's in his President Loki outfit. Like, it's just so cool. Oh, that's so cool. Right? Yeah. And then Moon Knight came out the very first day that Moon yeah. Knight uh, premiered. We have Ms. Marvel. And we also got to meet Scarlet Witch mm-hmm. as well. That's so great. That's so awesome. That's awesome. And they only last, you know, like kind of the amount of time of the series, really. Right. And then they kind yeah. of gradually fade away. So you got you to gotta go. Like, we're lucky that we are we live here. So we right. can pretty much so go and catch you, yeah. all right. the characters. You, you got to go early, too, because yeah. at like 3 o'clock, they punch out. Well, some yeah. of them do. Moon Knight only comes out. Oh, dusk. That yes. makes sense, though. Right. Yeah. So yeah, and as I saw impressive him, so. as Moon Knight is, the costume with the glowing eyes, after about 10 seconds, you're you're done with Moon Knight. Yeah, because he's <laughs> way up high. He's way up high, um, and he just stares at you. It's like, are you going to do something? Okay. <laughs> are you going to? I know I know you can't see in that mask because the lights, I'm sure, are blinding the actor's eyes, but do something? Because after about 10, 15 seconds, like, Okay, I'm I'm ready for turkey leg. Yeah. <laughs> and even with America Chavez, when she came out when Doctor Strange 2 premiered, mm-hmm. she's walking around and I'm watching her walking around. It's like, is that America Chavez or just someone who's just dressed like her? Because yeah, her she just wears very... regular clothes. Right. 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 Oh, but she yeah, that did. Would be hard. Yeah. Yeah. But they did put her in the Doctor Strange show. Yes. Because oh, okay. Doctor Strange, you know, she helps out Doctor mm-hmm. she's Doctor Strange's sidekick pretty much sure in, in the film and so yeah she came out it's very brief time well, I mean, but it was saw, cool we saw her beforehand walking around and no one knew who she was yeah she's just a regular 16 year old yeah huh <laughs> and even with it with with miss marvel regular- oh i love no no she looks good she looks mm-hmm. good Okay. Yeah, I would yeah. I would love to meet Scarlet Witch, which I you know I know it's that she Elizabeth looked Olsen, awesome, but I love Elizabeth Olsen, so I've loved her for yeah. even before the Avengers and before the whole Marvel thing, and watching her character just progress and grow into what yeah. she what she came into, just I love it. I love all of that. So yeah, yeah. we just we just saw her a couple of weeks ago, and Sarah was just going all fangirling oh, out, and right. boy, she looked the part, she acted the part, she was like an wow. A plus performer. Mm-hmm. If Elizabeth awesome. Olsen ever says, you know what, I'm done with the whole MCU, this girl could easily slip right in. Mm. very cool sarah you get another pick too you got the character marvel characters okay so actually i'm gonna switch my answer and jump to galaxy's edge and Mm -hmm. their characters and i love that they have finally decided to loosen up their timeline Ah. of this silly in between last jedi and rise of skywalker Skywalker Mm -hmm. and decide to bring in boba fett and fennec shan i love it and then in a like coming soon mandalorian and grogu i mean Mm. come on this is what we need. Yeah. Right. So I'm very, very happy they loosened up the reins on that yeah. because that was just silly. Yeah, they were yeah. holding so tight to this timeline and they, they worked very hard to establish this timeline mm-hmm. and didn't want to break it. But guess who's going to care if they break the timeline? Nobody. Nobody. The fans Nobody. want to see the characters and they want to see the yes. characters they know. Because exactly. uh, not everybody watches the shows. Not everybody sees all mm-hmm. the shows or has Disney Plus. And so, right. you know, if they see a character from whatever show, they're like, I don't know who that is, but I know who Bubba Fett is. And so, you know, yep. they're the ones that call baby Grogu Baby Yoda because that's all they know. Exactly. And so, yeah, the fans need to see the characters they're familiar with. And, and that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, Jen, you get the next pick. Oh, gosh. 
well, nobody's taken it yet. So um, I'm going to, oh my gosh, I just lost it. <laughs> I was about to go Tower of Terror. It's not Tower of Terror. Right. Mission Breakout. Yeah. Take yeah. Mission Breakout. That was on my list too. Yes. Um, I love Mission <laughs> Breakout because Guardians is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are you well, most familiar with? It's not even, the, well, no. I mean, because I also love, um, I love all of Marvel that I've mm-hmm. seen, but I haven't seen absolutely everything. Um, I do love Black Widow very, very much. But right. in terms of like, a team how about mm-hmm. that in terms of my favorite team it's gonna be <laughs> the guardians <laughs> i don't know why i think rocket's hilarious oh. and mm-hmm. yeah yeah well it's one of the best mcu films out there just yeah, because it, really it's, it, it really just like, bent the whole convention of what an mcu film is right it yeah. was very snarky it was very pop culture related. Yes. It had the everything music, you ever really wanted. And, and the soundtrack yeah. is fabulous. Is mm-hmm. A plus, A plus yeah. all yeah. around. That, that opening scene with oh. Star Lord dancing, oh. it's like that Killer. is the best opening scene to any MCU film. Yep. Yeah. Uh, hands down. It's so, like just, that I love, ride. The cue to that ride, too, is, is incredible. I love the yes. cue to that. It's that so, so good. Like there's something like 80 something Easter eggs in there. If you took the time mm-hmm. to spot them all, they're just everywhere. And just, it's so much. But it's like kind of dim. So yeah. it's hard to even yep. see, yep. you know, all of the different Easter eggs, but I just love it. I love it every single time. I, and I almost like it better than tower of dish. Almost. I kind of, you're, you're in a safe zone. You can say that. <laughs> Nobody's listening. It's Don't okay. Say, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty great. Well, I am going to go with Soren over California specifically oh, not the world yay. not bendy eiffel tower but soaring over california the og <laughs> the music the smell the orange smell just all of that is i love that ride probably one of my two or three favorite attractions out of all of disney it parks really good. it's just so great and so just calm and peaceful and you know when we first experienced it i want to say in 07 maybe with a whole family group going um and my father-in-law who's a little grumpy sometimes and you know he's kind of paid for everything but <laughs> i hope he like, doesn't listen whatever uh you know he got on the ride it was one of the first things we did on and epcot that morning and he got off the ride he was like that's a, that's a pretty good way to start the day. That, that's a pretty good ride. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, you impressed, Ron? We're good. We're good. No, Soaring Over California is just is, is fantastic. So, <laughs> love it. All right, Richard, you get two. All right. I'm going to be cliche here and say Rise of the Resistance. Yes. Oh, it's so good. This, and just, you know, I, was, I was trying I'm to think someone said it. of something outside <laughs> of the norm, but mm-hmm. come on. It's Rise right. of the Resistance. There's yeah, exactly. so much going on there. And, if you if you can't do Galactic Star Cruiser, do Rise mm-hmm. of the Resistance. Yep. It's very immersive. It's mm-hmm. it's very enthralling, and you get to be put inside of a Star Wars adventure. If you had shown me this ride when I was eight years old, I'd be a big puddle of goo. <laughs> My head would just explode. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to handle something like this. Seeing actual AT-AT, seeing stormtroopers mm-hmm. or first mm-hmm. order troopers, any anything firing at you, you're in this adventure. You're plumped right down, yeah. plumped, plumped right into the middle of this of this thing where you are you are trying to get away from the first order. You're mm-hmm. you're on an adventure to save the resistance, and it's just being in that in that one shuttle with with uh, uh, Admiral Beck. Uh, oh, yeah. It's just unbelievable. And there's always things going on in multiple screens. Yeah, so, so you can go on it multiple times and sit, stand see. in a different spot. Yep. Yeah. And you can see something different every time. And yeah. that's right. what I, like yeah. one time I was like, wait, 
wait, how have I never seen this? I've been on like eight times. I've never right. seen this. Like it's a yeah. story. It's a full story. Yeah. It's not just a ride. And and it's I think for me the one thing that and because I, I had seen pictures of the adats and I was I was excited when I saw mm-hmm. this in person. I was like, this is amazing. But when you go through that the, towards the end of it there, where the big guns are going back and forth as they're oh the big yeah, it's Turbo like, lasers. Yeah, I never thought about like okay, if you're watching Galactic Star, you're watching Star Cruiser or whatever, and it's shooting uh, Star Destroyer yeah. and they're shooting. How big those guns must be? Well, this is how big they are, and it's just it's it's mind blowing so to kind cool. of put your mind around. Oh, the size of what we're looking at is this mm-hmm. is awesome. I always hope the ride breaks down at, at that one spot because <laughs> I want to I want to take in the scale of those big yeah. turbo lasers. And yeah. you look to the right and you see these big crystal clear viewports mm-hmm. that look out into space. Yeah, it's it, it's like literally looking through a window. There, the technology yeah. is amazing. It's an incredible. It's, just, ride. it's phenomenal. So Phenomenal. Yeah, so there's just so much to go on with with Riders of the Resistance. And I love how it it really does tie into Galactic Star Cruiser. So Mm -hmm. the the story team and and Imagineers have worked really hard at at entangling all of these adventures. They 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 did a fantastic job. Yeah. Nice. All right, and you get one more. I'm going to say the Mickey and Friends parking structure. We need to park to get there. (laughs) You're dealing with a parking lot now. (laughs) Ever since we got a a plug-in car, we can can now park on the bottom level. Don't need to go down 15 escalators, three flights of stairs, and an elevator, and a dumbwaiter. We can just park (laughs) right on that bottom level and walk right into the park. And charge my car so it costs zero gas money to get to and from Disneyland. It costs like a buck 50 to charge the car. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome something i never oh would have gosh. needed honestly it's so, uh, so funny oh, but, but, but now when they say oh all the ports all the charging stations mm-hmm. are used up you gotta go with the muggles and go upstairs and park up there it's like oh Ooh. right and then it's bad <laughs> yeah it's like yeah. we're slumming it <laughs> yeah the commoners the poor people the, the commoners so yeah. i'm gonna say sleeping beauty castle um, oh, because I love the castle. One. i do and of course i like cinderella a little bit better because it's bigger blah 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 but there's 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 something about being able to walk through the castle. That's just yeah. walk straight through it from one side to the other, but kind of going that stair step through, seeing mm-hmm. all the all the the artwork and everything, kind of seeing the castle itself. And there's something cool about the fact it's the original castle. It's it's yeah. Walt's castle. It's the one he put together. And uh, so yeah, I love I love Sleep Beauty Castle. I think it's I think it's amazing and beautiful. And uh, you know, it's one of those things that people who are Disney World people they go there and they're like, oh, it's so tiny. But at the same time, there is just so much history there behind it that I just yeah. have So, so yeah. So that's that's it for me, Jen. I'm going to take World of Color because nobody nice. has taken it yet, and I need a nighttime spectacular. And World of Color is probably my favorite one, mm-hmm. um, maybe of all of the parks. I just it's a good show. Love it. It's, it's a real so good, good show. I remember the first time we saw it back? Oh gosh, when Brady and I went in 24. 14 question mark maybe <laughs> that was our first time and we went we were like oh my gosh okay we're gonna see world of color we had no idea what to expect and brady is like he would rather ride rides during that time <laughs> frame like normally he's like let's just go on a ride um but i was like no we're gonna watch world of color we did the carthy circle so we had like the party things right, we had nice. this, the seating and he watched it he goes i like that one he's like that one was fabulous so <laughs> That got his two thumbs up, and it's just oh, the music, everything, perfect. Love it. It is beautiful, it. and I love how they've 
rethemed it for various like um, yes. Christmas mm-hmm. or holidays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It the is whole, nice. the whole so parts of the Caribbean scene is just phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. <laughs> so, so good. Love it. All right, Sarah, you get your last two here and this will round out your five. And so, Oh, I get two. Okay, get good. Two? Yeah. Cause I was yep. trying to choose between. So it's really funny. You guys are all choosing rides. And I'm such a local, I'm like choosing various random character experiences and things. And I'm going to keep on going with this theme because Richard and I often go to the park to eat or chill Yum. or relax. So I never ride the rides, right? We don't hardly ever ride the rides. So we, I'm going to choose, first of all, Jolly Holiday Bakery. Nice. Oh, I love that one. Oh. Yes. Not only for the themes, because mm-hmm. I mean, Mary Poppins, my favorite disney film i have to say yeah mm-hmm. right yep. Yep. <laughs> so the theming is great i love the proximity you can grab a seat you always mobile order always mobile order um mm-hmm. grab a seat you can see the castle you can see main street mm-hmm. you can also if you go around the corner you can sit and listen to the piano player play at refreshment oh. corner which i love and then richard you and i at the end of the night often will mobile order the Matterhorn macaroons and take them home for the week. And oh my God, those are the best ever. And yes, we love our Jolly Holiday Bakery. And their grilled Mm. cheese and tomato soup. Mm -hmm. Oh, that too. Wait, I haven't had that there. Oh, Oh, it's good. You haven't lived. I'm going to fix that. Don't worry. (laughs) Fam trip to Disneyland 2023, Jen. Make it happen. Agency trip. Make it happen. It's I so switch good. this year's. <laughs> we could. I'd be all about it. We could. So. Yeah. So, oh. so I get one more. You get one more. Yep. Okay. My other one also has to do with drinks. Mm-hmm. So, mm. ri- like, I love Disneyland, and it's kind of the traditional park, but everyone loves Disneyland, right? And it gets very crowded. So, honestly, sure. DCA. We love DCA because it's a little more chill. Mm -hmm. You can drink over there. And so like for my birthday, uh, we went up to the Magic Key Lounge, which is overlooking Cars Land and Avengers Campus. It's up up on the second floor of, um, what is that called? Like the Golden Vine Winery. Okay. Uh, And so we, we went up there and they have fancy special drinks that you can drink and and we like were up there for two hours on my birthday, just chilling as the nice. sun was setting and drinking and recording videos, recording videos <laughs> about the drinks. And right? just, it was just a fun, like great time. And I just love to hang out at DCA and drink with my friends. So, and my, Aww. and my husband. Like it. Yeah. <laughs> so Sarah has Fantasmic, uh, the Marvel characters, the Star Wars characters, Jolly Holiday Bakery, and the Magic Key Lounge. Oh. So Jen, you've got Pirates of the Caribbean, Mission Breakout, the World of Color, the Grand Californian, and what is your final, uh, final thing on your, on your list? Uh, this is a tough one, but since I have not grabbed a restaurant yet, mm-hmm. I am going to also grab a restaurant because I'm going to be hungry. So I'm going to take Carthy Circle Theater. Or, well, Carthy Circle restaurant (laughs) based on Carthy Circle theater it's so good I love the theming inside too it's so pretty yeah so it's so good and yummy nice I was there on opening day we were there oh nice oh yeah (laughs) we did for my graduation (laughs) party yeah oh that's so cool 2009 2012 2012 yeah my gosh yeah June 15th I believe it was June 12th or 15th I forget yeah but yeah, it was awesome. We were there for like That's two, awesome. three hours. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I grabbed Radiator Springs Racers, Disneyland Hotel. Uh, I grabbed uh, Sleeping Beauty Castle and Sword Over California. And my final pick is going to be simply Corn Dogs in Disneyland. Oh. The, retro, the, the trolley is what I'm thinking of, obviously, but there's several places to get corn dogs, including the place at mm-hmm. Disney Springs or downtown Disney, excuse me, that I got the the pickle corn dog that had the chewy stuff on it. Oh and everything. gosh! And so I tried that, which was interesting. Um, but corn, there's something special about a corn dog in Disneyland. It's just, it's just good. It's just really, really, really good. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I don't mind waiting for 10, 15 minutes for a good corn dog uh, there at Disneyland. And so yeah, I'm picking corn dogs at Disneyland because they're just good. <laughs> Have we ever had? I don't think we've ever had the corn dogs. Oh, they're great! Now they don't sell the the pickle corn dog anymore. They only sold that for a limited time. David um, is a corn dog connoisseur. Yes, I'm a corn dog connoisseur. <laughs> but they did, like it. Wow. they did sell it. Well, they you, they basically had a pickle within a a wiener battered up, and then it had cheese dust all over it. Um, and it was one of those random things. You and the when you cut it in half, it had a very cool like. Almost like a, like the rings in a tree, you know? You had the brown and then the green and the batter and whatever. Um, interesting. Interesting flavor. Uh, I ate about half of it, and I was like, I'm done. I, I can't eat any more of this. But, <laughs> but yeah, so there we go. All right, so Richard, Galaxy's Edge, uh, you've you got Oogie Boogie Bash. you got Rise of the Resistance. And, of course, you've got the uh, the Mickey's par- Mickey and Family Friends parking structure um, and the Galaxy's Edge merchandise. You had that. So what is the final thing on your list? To round us out, uh, I'm gonna go with Star Tours. Oh, because after 11 years of going on Star Tours, countless, countless times, I've never been the Rebel Spy. <laughs> no, oh. really? Sarah has been Rebel Spy eight and a half times. We have friends who have been <laughs> Rebel Spy ten times, two times, mm. fifteen times. Me, never. It's like mm. they go through everyone. Oh, there's Richard. Go over him, and who's the next person? <laughs> I've in fact oh. we're even making a little little documentary about it how I've never been <laughs> the rebel spy. My funny it, story, my kid was the rebel spy when we went in March. I'm sure he was. But but in in, in honor of Richard, you know where they show it the second time where they go back and they're like this rebel spy and they show the picture again, whatever reason the the the, the projection didn't work. So we didn't get to oh. see. It. I had my camera ready to take a picture this time. Oh. So we only saw it one time but not the second time. And I'm like this must be the spirit of Richard Wolski right here. <laughs> during that, while we were the Richard, the rebel spy, my kid has no proof of it whatsoever. So. Well, you know, I, I would even take that at this point. <laughs> Just they, knowing if, it had happened. If the flight attendant came out and said, yeah, you're a rebel spy. You know, I don't need to document it. I just need to know that it, it was after all these years, it was me. Because I get the, the feeling this is a conspiracy theory. It, it has to be. Someone's behind all this. It just, I just can't miss out. 11 years in a row it, it just it just can't well, happen. now it's just a joke they see you come in they're like richard's here yeah. richard's here yeah. they're fixed do not, <laughs> do not pick him alert general alert do not yeah we once walked into their break room there's pictures of me all over the place do not pick him right you will be terminated if he is the rebel spy <laughs> oh i almost picked richard oh man i need this job i need this job <laughs> well that is our list of our five favorite things in our little disneyland draft so rich and sarah Tell us a little bit about Skywalking Through Neverland, the empire you guys have, where we can find you, the podcast to listen to. And, you know, we have the book and stuff. We'll definitely talk about the book on online. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us a little bit about you guys and, and what you guys are up to right now. Okay, so we have our Skywalking Network, which includes a lot of great shows, not only Skywalking Through Neverland, but we have Star Wars Ologies, which is Star Wars and science. Mm -hmm. We have the Max Effects podcast, which is all about behind the scenes of special effects in film. And yeah, what else? And we have 
Why did you mind well, go blank? I know. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. right. Then we have we have a Planet of the Apes podcast t- called Talking Apes, where we center on the vintage Planet of the Apes. Sarah and her friends have got a, a podcast called Totally Tell Me Everything. That's right. That's about Bryn and I. We talk mm-hmm. about one subject every episode and we just oh. delve into it very, mm-hmm. very deeply. As well and as the Neverland Clubhouse. Yes, the Neverland Clubhouse. All about Disney. Yeah, that's yeah. like kind of our Disney and Disney Parks podcast. Mm-hmm. In fact, Courtney and Kelly, who I do the podcast with, their sisters, they mm-hmm. are at Walt Disney World right now on like this amazing 10-day nice. oh. trip. Yeah. Nice. So they are having fun. They're going to have a lot of trip reports to share. Mm-hmm. So all of that can be found at skywalkingthroughneverland.com. If you're interested in the book, it is skywalkingthroughneverland.com slash book. Mm-hmm. And from there, you can either grab an autographed copy along mm-hmm. with a whole package, which comes with a special bag that I've designed mm-hmm. and a I got pin. the bag. Yeah. Oh. The, yeah. You've got the whole got set the of the bookmark mm-hmm. and the button. Yep. Um, so that, that will all come from us or you can head to Amazon and links to Amazon can be found at any of our social media as well. Yeah, is it, as... is it better for you as an author to buy it directly from the, from your website? Is it yes. money wise? Yeah. I, that's what I did was buy it directly from the website. And so, yeah, you know, yeah. We, we love Amazon printing. They did a great job. The, mm. the printing is just crystal clear, but you buy through them and we get like 15 cents a book. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, but it is, but then we don't have to ship it and all that, but still right. we like, we like to put our special touch on it. That's why right. we made a little, a yeah. package and then just yeah. i would like to know who's who's buying the book so if we can reach out to them and say thank you for your support yeah perfect along with all of that we also have an ever-growing youtube channel yes. where we have so we have so much in the way of diversity in terms of disney parks to star wars star wars content all of our panels that we hosted mm-hmm. at a star wars celebration are now up on our youtube channel Sarah and I and a couple of friends went up to the filming locations where they shot The Mandalorian up here in Simi Valley, California. so cool. Mm -hmm. We made a video around that. So anyone who wants to go there will know what to do and what not to do when going to those locations because we didn't have that list before going and (laughs) we regretted it. But now if if our suffering can help those, (laughs) then you know it's all worth it. And we also have did videos for all the Disneyland After Dark nights that we Mm -hmm. were talking about, including Oogie Boogie Bash as well. So all of those vlogs and videos and food reviews, like people love the food reviews those are all up on our youtube channel too so you can search youtube for skywalking through neverland so much content yeah and please yeah please subscribe and we go live from the parks when when we're there so we try to give you like shows or show the parade like the main street electrical parade when it first came out that first day we did a live stream so yeah we should name a podcast after that oh my gosh that's a great idea oh my gosh name of the podcast i love it yeah so it's by the the opening of that and almost got into a big fight with some of the cast members oh that's right (laughs) yeah these these three people just stood right in our way and everyone else's way it's like you know if you stood like 10 feet back we can all see right now all we're seeing are your backs like um sir could you please go back under the ropes i will if you'll move to the back with me because we can't see if you're standing there unfortunately we didn't get that on video but also on our youtube channel we all we have a specialized show called collectopolis which is all about collecting Mm-hmm. So we have we get a ton of stuff on the on our YouTube channel. It's like, well, why just do one thing when you can do a million? Yep. 
I love no, it. No, that gives I you good it. content, though. It's awesome. <laughs> Rich and Sarah, this has been wonderful. That's love so talking to you guys. Mm-hmm. Love hearing everything you guys got going, got going on. I don't know how you had free time for us, but I'm glad you carved it out because um, I'm sure you're about to turn off the, the mics and go right back into whatever you guys were doing, working and podcasting and writing video, volume two. Writing volume two and things like that. Volume and now, two. if it's late, we know who to point our fingers at. <laughs> it's you're welcome. Ball. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you guys very much, and we'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Neverland on Alderaan. Always a good time with Skywalker. Oh, so much Neverland. fun talking with I haven't them. haven't had them on in like so long, so it's really exciting. And, uh, they were excited to come on, and so thanks again to Richard and Sarah for yeah. being a part of the show. Uh, Jen, when is your next trip again? Remind me, you're going back in two weeks. Is that right? Um, well, middle of July, so That's I right. leave. Um, I'll be in Epcot so about two July weeks. 9th. Yeah, about two weeks, actually. Yeah, something so. like that. Because uh, yeah. hashtag Kyla, Kyla, Kyla is there now. She uh, is. Staying off property for a couple of days, which mm-hmm. she'll learn better because she was like, my room is in Epcot view. And that picture was like a tiny. <laughs> it was like barely there. like a little bit of an Epcot. You know, it was really, really funny. But uh, but yeah, so Jen, where can people find you so they can follow you on all your mm-hmm. Disney World adventures? Um, I am at Upon a Star Jen on all the social channels. And my personal Instagram is at Jen underscore Navatni. Very cool. Find me at Magic on a Dollar and at Disney on a Dollar, both pages on Facebook mm-hmm. and, of course, the Magic on a Dollar on Instagram. And, of course, our agency, Upon a Star Travel, we've got on TikTok, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, on all those type places and tons of pages you can mm-hmm. follow. You never have a, you never have to have a lack of travel and Disney and magic in your feed. With this crazy right. world, you mm-hmm. want as much happiness and joy and beaches yes. going on as possible. <laughs> so follow us and get all the stuff you, you, you got going on. Uh, we, that we got going on. We'd, lo- we'd love to share with yeah. you, you know, all we have. So, uh, so Jen, thank you so much. Thanks again once, uh, once again you. to Rich and Sarah. And hey, don't forget to thank your Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.